0: Welcome, everyone, to the Av Torah Daf Yomi Shiur Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Yud Chet. We will begin from the Mishnah on Daf Kuf Yud Zayin Bet. five lines of arm Mazgul Lo Koshini. We're continuing our discussion of the Seder, and we're now going to go into the last two cups with B'arech and Halel. Uh I would like to start by saying that I like this class to be Lilunishmat, my father in law Allah Shalom, Ezra Ben Frida, men. Um last night we decided my father passed away three years ago. Last year, uh we couldn't really make uh Usually on the year of the yard on the yard site we like to make something nice. And uh last year we really couldn't do much because his uh yard site is in Nissan. And last year in Nissan everyone was scared to uh to walk out of the house. Uh we barely got together in cars and everyone got out of their car, we said Kaddish, and we left. That was the extent of the yard site item. So this year, uh thank God we wanted to do more, so what we did was, we tried to get all the all his uh, children and grandchildren, as many as over by Mitzvah as possible, to make a minyan. And uh, we made a little minyan, a couple of friends, but we we, we got a minyan together. And we said, we'll learn for an hour. Because the, the most powerful thing you could do for your outside is learn Torah. And the most powerful thing you could do learning Torah is to learn Torah with family members. So we got the family members together and we. Said well, everyone can learn their own thing for an hour, and then we'll say albit and kaddish, make a few barachot, and we'll it'll it'll be a nice zikhut So I got together and I prepared today's daf. And uh, it's just significant, I think, because my father-in-law was a very big student of Rabbi Miller, and Rabbi Miller, uh, I would say, he says a lot of beautiful Torah. But one of the things he's famous for, my father always used to repeat was his uh, ability to look at Hashem's creations and see in the creations the glory of Hashem. Look at an apple and see how Hashem is uh, feeding Kal in and in the world in, with such wisdom. The apple, a person that has a, has a waterproof uh, peel, uh, it doesn't get wet, it's protected from insects, insects. it's... Uh, it's uh, sweet. The taste of the apples are, are, are so beautiful that the, when they make artificial uh, flavors, they want to make an artificial apple. Why apple? Because Hashem makes the most beautiful taste in the world in naturally in the world. And uh, he would constantly talk about my father-in-law, because he was a student of Miller for 20, 20, 30 years. And uh, miller's proofs, Ramilla has two proofs from the Gemara that I've seen that the most the biggest miracle in the world is the food that we eat. He has one Gemara in Belachot where the rabbis are eating the go eat the fruit of Ginusad and they eat it so much until, until their till uh, their foreheads are slippery. Right? That's one example, which he, he explains in his way. And the second proof happens to be today's daf, which we happened to learn last night. uh, And as I'm learning, reading the Gemara, preparing the Gemara, and seeing the the proof from Hodu Hashem Kitov and Notanechem L'Chobasad, it gave me the chills. You know, it was uh, again one of these absolute coincidences, which, uh, which uh, of course, seem to be happening very often. But of course, they're nothing. Um, Let's begin, Be'zat Hashem. Okay. Says the Mishnah, Mazgulo kos Rishon. They pour him the first cup. Be'varech al mezono. So once they pour him the third, Mazgulo kos Rishon, when they pour him the third cup, Be'varech al mezono. They make a on the mezonot. Which means you make berkat ha on the third cup. And if V'yi, when they pour you the fourth cup, Then, gomer alav et Then, you finish the halal on the fourth cup. That's because we had started the halal during the... uh, Welcome, uh, Eli and Joey. Fadalu. We got to get these guys g'manot. Hold on, let's pause this, guys. The thin ones are good, yeah. Those are good. And grab a tea leaf also for today because we, we're doing a lot of tea leaf. Okay? Is it here? It's all good. Let's go. Just pull to the side right here like this and we're good. Perfect. Let's go. Okay, we're in the Mishnah. So, the course of the V E, Gomer, et I recommend you guys this. We're on Daf Kufkud Zayn Amur Bet. I uh, also recommend that afterwards you guys listen to the introduction over here that you missed, okay. On um, the fourth cup, you finish Hallel ve'Omer Allah and you say on that cup besides for Hallel that you say on the fourth cup at the seder, Kuf Yud Zayin Right, you also have to uh, say Berkat we, Now, what Berkat Hashir is, and the we'll talk about that soon. Okay, Benakosot Halalu. Now we're going back on all four cups We had mentioned that we're doing four cups of wine at the seder So we're saying that in between these cups Okay, now We have one, two, three, and four If you have four cups How many intervals do you have in between the cups? Ivan, how many intervals do we have in between the cups? Three Three, thank you Between one and two is one Between two and three and three and four those are the only intervals in between the cups, so we're talking about those three intervals, and we're saying in between these cups in those intervals if a person wants to drink another cup of wine in between the cups he can in between the third and fourth cup about mission on the bottom lo you're not allowed to drink okay. We'll see why when we get to the Gemara. Now, before we do this, I want to point, before we start the Gemara, I need to give you a little introduction. We had a previous Gemara, where there was a story of a rabbi who came home on Rotei Shabbat, okay, late at night, uh, and he only had one cup, and he used one cup for Abdallah at the end of his Bukat Mazon. the famous story, right? And we learned eight things from that story. It was earlier in the Pentech. One of the eight things we learned was, that a person who makes B'kata needs a cup of wine, okay? According to that, the, the way the Bright is learning. There's no Mishnah like that. There's no Gemara berachot like that. But we're, we're inferring it from the story. The Gemara is going to ask now, maybe, why do we have to infer it from the story? Our Mishnah is saying it clearly. Because our Mishnah just said that the third cup, you have to make B'kata on it. What, do you need a bigger proof that a person that a person must make B'kata on a cup than the fact that on Pesach, the third cup we make, you make B'katamazon on it? That should be a proof. Fair? Let's see the Gimara. Amale Rav Chanan le Rava. Shmami now, we see from our Mishnah, B'katamazon tu, na kos. That every B'katamazon you ever make requires requires a cup. Amale, um, the rabbi said, no, it's not a proof from mishnah. our Mishnah. is not necessarily a proof. I could tell you that really, from the Mishnah alone, I would tell you that really, B'katamazon does not require a cup. It doesn't require a cup. So then why over here are we saying that uh, you have to have a koshlishi needs arba It could be that these four cups were, were instituted by the rabbis. Derech has to be to be free. Kol chad vechad navid mitzvah, And the rabbis wanted each one to do a mitzvah. So the rabbis picked the first cup to make adusan. And the second cup to make the of Ghali The third cup, we said, what should we do? Oh, we have no mitzvah. Oh, b'kat Mazon, Yallah. And the last cup? Okay, hallel. So but you, you can't necessarily prove from it that every time you make bakat mazon with ten people you're supposed to make a a cup or even three people or two, one person is machloket. Whether you should do it all the time or only with three or three or three or ten. But either way, it's not provable from this Mishnah because it could be that Mishnah is telling you that you make Miketzos home the cup only because to want to want to throw mitzvah onto these cups to make them a little more uh, nicer. Okay, so the Mishnah said, "Rivii, when it comes to the fourth cup, Gomer alav halel, then you should finish Halel on it. The Omer alav, and you say Miketzos Now, Gomer Halel we said because we started Halel in the second cup. By the second cup, we start Hallel right before we would drink the second cup. We do the first two um, Mizmorim. Right? And the rest, we don't do. So we we're finishing it over here in Hallel. So it says the Gemara on the top of Kuv My Birkatashir. What does Birkatashir mean? Rav Yehuda Amar, Yalucha Hashem Elohenu. Now, Yalucha Hashem Elohenu is a Mizmor of tirim which um, ends with the chatima. Baruchat Hashem Melech Muhulal Batish Now that's what we say when we on the, in hallel when you finish when you finish hallel you make a berachas at the end you either say Yishem at the end or you say Yhalucha with the berachas Baruchat Hashem melech, melech Muhulal Batish So according to Yehuda, when the Mishnah was saying you say berkatashir, it's referring to that berachas at the end. At the end of what's it called? Okay? Good. Now, Rabbi Yochanan says that you, you don't say that, you say Nishmat Kochai. We happen to say Nishmat Kochai in Halal, also, we follow that also. I think we do both. Tanu um, Rabbanan. Rivi'i, this is a brighter again about the same. This fourth cup. Okay, so so we, we saw that learned a mishnah about the fourth cup. Now we're going to learn a brighter about the fourth cup. Rivi'i, this fourth cup, Gomer alav et halil. You finish halil on it. Veomer halil hagadol. Besides finishing regular halil, you also you also have to say something known as halil hagadol, the great halil. Now we don't usually read great halils. We read regular halil when we do Rosh Chodesh. We only do part. We, we skip. But on let's say uh, Sukkot, we read Halel, not Halel Gadol. What's this Halel Gadol? So there's a machloket. What the Halel Gadol is? Let's see. and some say Hashem roi You read the teilim of Hashem roi which is teilim perik gimel. Now, why would you read that? To thank Hashem for your Brikatamazun. Now, says the Gemara. Mehechan halel gadol Where does ha-gadol start? Now for this year I want you to open your tehillim. Okay. Page I don't know what page, but the kuplamid Dalad, okay? Actually, Kuf Lamed Vav. Okay, so Kuf Lamed Vav, Kuf Lamed Vav, which is on 279, in these books. Chudu kitov ki le'olam That's Tehilim Kuf Lamed Vav. Okay, that, according to the first opinion, this Mizmor of Tehilim, Kuf Lamed Vav, is Halel gadol, And that's what you have to say in the Halel in the thing. Beautiful. Now, that's one opinion, no, no? opinion A, right. Rabbi Yochanan Omer, Mishira Maalot Ad Naharot Bavel, he says, go back to Shirah Malot. If you go back to Kuflamid Dalid, you see that Shirah Malot. He nevbaruchot Hashem, kolavdei Hashem. From there till Al Naharot Bavel, which is Kuflamid Zayn. Go back to go forward to Kuflamid Zayn. One more, Al Naharot Bavel. So from there till here, stop over here. That would be your Halal Gadol according to the second opinion. Good. Now Bahaloya He says not quite as big as the last one. He was this one was saying Kuflamid Dalad. He's saying from Kuflamid He, page two seventy-seven. Kiyako Pasuk Dalad in the middle. Kiyako Bahaloya iselskulato. You see that? See Pasuk Dalad? That's his opinion. Now each one has a reason for their opinions. Why exactly? So, we're not going to go into that right now in this stuff. Okay. Why is it called halal gadol? This is the part that Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Miller always brings out. He says, What's so special about halal gadol? Why is this called halal gadol? And the Gemara is going to ask a question in a second. Hey, if this halal is so great, why do we bother saying the other halal? And we're going to talk about why we do that also. But this halal seems like seemingly a great thing. We have to say it every morning before Baruch Shaman. And we say it in the halal it, right after uh, What's so special about it? She so says, You know what's so special about it? What's special about it is, is that we're saying, in Kufl we're saying Hashem created the world. You, you took the Jews out of Egypt you do all the big things Hashem is on the top of the world and the last thing we end with go to Pasuk um, okay is we end with which means that even though Hashem is busy with the biggest things in the world, creating the heavens, recreating the heavens, all the big things. He still has enough money. He still has enough time to come and make sure that every person has what they need. That this guy gets his parnasah. Huh? We're praying for this guy's parnasah. Oh, all this guy wants that his stock goes up. All oh, this guy wants that people will buy more dirt, more more funny looking shirts. Everyone's got their own different things that people are people are trying to do, and Hashem is worried about each little thing, even though he's benos Hashem. and that. So Rabbi Miller is a, is, a, is a point that you see that the, the greatest halal is that Hashem is interested in me even though He's doing all the biggest things. Yala. Let's go. First wide line. I'm Rabbi Shuban Levi. Hani hodu me. If you notice in Kuflamid how many pesukim are there in Kuflamid There's exactly 26 pesukim. Hodu. Each one's kila olam Hasto. They all end with Ki L'am chastow. So why is the twenty-six of Hashem's kindness? Ki Hashem's kindness forever. What's the point? Now, the word le olam could mean forever. But le olam could mean for the world. The word Olam also means world. Mm-hmm. Ki L'Olam, because the world is kindness. Why does it say it three times? says the Gemara, Vav Dorot, Torah, there was 26 generations of people in this world who lived in the world pre-Torah. And when you live in a world without Torah, the world is existing only because Hashem is being kind. Once you have Torah, the world is existing because of Torah. Pre-Torah, the world exists because of kindness. If you count how many generations there were, there were exactly 26 till the Torah was given. How do you figure? Ten generations, the Torah lists from Adam to Noah. Torah also lists 10 generations from Noah to Abraham okay Noah to to Abraham is all in the beginning of Bereshit and then count from Abraham Avinu so you have Abraham is number 20 Gitzchak 21 Yaakov 22 Yosef 23 Levi go to Levi Levi 22 23 Levi 23 Amram 24 Amram no Kehat Kehat, 24. 24 Amram, 25, 25, 25, Moshe, 26. and they gave the Torah. Okay, 26 exactly, so it's 26 generations of only chesed. The Torah, the world is living, it's getting food, it's getting this, it's getting sunshine, all because of chesed. So that's why we have 26 generations, and we rethink and say, wow, if the world is 26 generations, when I took you guys to Rabbi Kagan in, in Denver, he told us, this, uh, we, he mentioned this to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what he mentioned to us. Okay. Says the Gemara. Let's go. Amar um, of Chastav, my dichtiv hodulah naikitov. What does it mean hodulah Hashem kitov? Hodulah dunai shegova chovato shel Adam b'tovato. Hashem collects his debts from people with the, with his kindness that he gave them. Ashir Bishoro vetani b'seir. <laughs> Hashem collects his debts when a guy sins and Hashem has to collect his get- debt from them he collects it according to the means to pay if the guy's rich he makes his cow die if the guy's is poorer he makes his sheep die if the guy's is yatom he makes his egg fall and crack on the floor if the guy's is almana, she a uh, uh, chicken dies but each person according to your your, your that's kilolam hasto. Kudu Hashem Kido, that's Hashem's goodness. Amrei Yochanan, kashin mizonotam shel adam kiflime kulo ada. Hashem's—it's hard to have the mizonot of a person. Double as hard as giving birth. Don't tell this to your wives. The ilu biyolada, because if it becomes to giving birth. Kti basuk says that Hashem cursed Chava to say be aitziv tildi banim, with pain and troubles. You will give birth to children. Umizonot, and when Hashem cursed Adam, and he mentioned umizonot, Kliiv it says beitzbon, with a plural of pains. You will, you will. Umizonot is work. Umizonot is a person's Parnassah. work upon us. I guess. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, kashim umizonotav shel Adam yoter megeulah. Yes. A person's umizonot is harder than the geula. Harder than redeeming the world, sending Mashiach. Because it says, It says, Hashem, the angel who protected me from all evil. Only an angel is protected. By Mizorot it says, Hashem has has to shepherd me. So you see that Hashem Himself is necessary, and therefore it's harder. <speaking in Hebrew> Hashem told Adam after he, he ate from the etz hadat. Hashem says, "You're eating the, from the etz against my will." Okay, that's it. No longer will you eat fruits anymore. Now you're going to plant, and you're going to get thorns. So it sounded like Adam was going to be the one who's going to have to eat thorns and thistles like an animal so he started crying me and my chamor are going to eat from the same trough. I'm going to be like a chamor now so Hashem told him no with the sweat of your brow you'll eat bread then he calmed down once he knew he was going to eat bread he calmed down says, we wish we could have had the first thing it would have been better if we could have been able to eat twigs why? because you don't have to work all day to make mizanot you can just go out to, to the field and eat and learn Torah not, we're, we're not completely free of this now we're eating we're able to eat lettuces in the field and therefore we still have some Connection to this twig concept. Yes. Mm-hmm. A person's mizanot is harder than kriyat yamsuf. And right next to it says, Hashem splits the yamsuf into parts. So you see that the two are equally hard. Now, I don't want to focus on the obvious question which, which Mr. Binyamin is, is thinking about. Mr. Binyamin, I, 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 you haven't been in this class, but I could sometimes predict who's asking questions. But Mr. Binyamin's question is like this. His question is, the Basuk of Noten Rechem is really not next to the Basook of... Is that, was that your question, Mr. Binyamin? Yeah, exactly. It was, I know. Okay. So, uh, Ivan, I know you weren't thinking of that, correct? I was not. I know. Okay, good. You see, I, even in Philadelphia, we can keep track of who's thinking of what. Um, that is a question. The Mahashat deals with that and has a long shot explaining why How they're far calling are they it. they are like 15 mm-hmm. percent apart. What? park. Which one are they? One is 20, 25, and the other one is? It oh, it's not a pasuk in the Torah? They're both pasukim in the Torah. In, in, in that, in the Hudul Hashem Ketov. It's, it's in this one, look. Oh, not in the Torah. No, they're not at that. Look, this is not, <laughs> and where's the other one? Is here, somewhere. It's, look, They're far from each other. Yeah, <laughs> same Okay, so then, then, why compared to Kereyat Yamsuf? compared to uh, uh, the man. compared to, there's a thousand other things over here. Okay, that's the question. I want to focus on something else. What? also like Right, right, that's another thing. So now, I want to explain the whole idea. <coughs> what does that mean, it's hard like Kereyat Yamsuf? This is the question that Yvonne's wondering. What do you mean? It's hard. What's hard about it? What's hard? When say, we say something. It's, it's hard, hard for Hashem. What's hard, Fashem? Why is it hard, for Hashem? It's hard if you try to do by like yourself. But if Hashem helps you, then it's easy. So then it's easy. Then, then it's not hard. He splits the C for you. So Hashem, it's not hard anyway. So uh, it's not hard. I want to say it like this. I think we. I've heard it from my rabbi's that Hashem runs the world in a way that's supposed to give the image. Of nature, okay, which means that it looks like the world runs naturally. It looks like every day the sun comes up in the east. That's nice. Sets in the west, and it seems to do it pretty much every day. And when things come constantly, we kind of think that they go on their own, even though it doesn't have to be. The guy could be doing it every day, but when things come all the time, you know it works. Like you walk into shul, and you think, oh, the shul is open every day. The lights are on. Meanwhile, there's a guy who comes every morning to opens it, right? No, it opens by itself because it looks every single day it's open. No, it's not by itself. Someone's doing it. And when Hashem, is like clockwork, it works. So Hashem likes the world to be like that. This way it's a test for you to realize that he's there. You have to, like, you know, there's, where's Waldo? there's Where's Hashem? You've got to find him. Even though he's so obvious, you got to find him. but It's got to look natural. Now, when Hashem does kiriyat Yamsuf, he has to do it because he needs to do it for whatever reasons he desires to do. But that's hard for Hashem. Because that shows, clearly, that he's running the world. And he wasn't trying to show his hand. He was trying to keep his hand quiet, quiet, now he's got to show his (laughs) hand. It was me all along. That's rough. That's kashef, Hashem, because he runs his world not like that. A person's mizonot is the same thing. The miracles that happens that every guy is going out there and getting Mizonoth almost all the time. Almost every single guy is able to make a living and make a thing. That miracle that happens is also Kashef Hashem. It's also such an obvious miracle that it's hard for Hashem, like Kiriyatya Msuf Yani, it's almost as revealing. You can almost see Hashem's hand in it like Kiryat Yamsuf. Where a guy doesn't need the money, he doesn't get the money. And all of a sudden he gets married, Oh, he's got the money, he makes the money. Well, he didn't have any money before. It works. Okay? Let's go. Ama Rabbi Azar ben Azayah, kashin nekvav shel adam ki ki yom amita v'kriyat yemsof. A person not being able to go to the bathroom is is or being able to go to the bathroom is as great as kriyat yemsof and yom amita sheneh emad miher zuali patech v'lo shahat pasuk in which says. That when soa they, they translated other ways in the art scroll, but when soa doesn't want to come out, you, you want the, the 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 number two to come out, and you won't die right away to go to Gehenna. hayam And right afterwards, it says that Hashem. This one is right afterwards, by the way, uh, Mister Binyamin. Okay, this one's. There. You didn't look it up. I looked it up. It's there. Okay. Uh, it says that Hayama down the sea, and he, and he he lowered the waves. That's the Kriya Yamsuf. Anyone who embarrasses a holiday by working on a holiday, Kilo it's like worshiping idols. Don't make gods of molten images. It says right afterwards says and therefore you see that if you if you don't guard the holiday, it's as bad as this. What? How about The Amar also says. Guy who says Or if you accept the Cholah may eat a do If you testify falsely about your friend, you should throw him to the dog. Shnei The kelp to shagunot torah says the kelp to shagunot torah by 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 san terefa by karef meat, and it says right afterwards lotisah shem ashev. Don't mention. Don't lift Hashem's name in vain. Vekribe lotis lotasi. Don't cause it to happen. No, don't lift it that way. Therefore, we're we're learning that Lashonara and Edu sheker is connected to being thrown to the dogs. Now, now the gemara is going back to our statement. The guy to the dogs. The guy who says it should be thrown to the dogs. Now, if you remember, the reason. I wasn't going to talk about this, but since Joey Hammer brought it up, we have to mention a quick word. Um, this idea of throwing to the dogs, it says, throw it to the dogs. Now, why to the dogs? If you have talef, meat, you can't eat it, you have to give it to the dogs. Why dogs? Give it to the drafts. Says so says, why the dogs? Because the dogs, when the Jews left Egypt, Basuk says the Jews left Egypt. Not one dog barked. So since Hashem says, since the dogs didn't bark, Hashem says, give them, give them the meat. So the dogs barking is, is because they're, they're not opening their mouths. And you're opening your mouth for Lashon mm-hmm. Hara. That's why Lashon Hara, you get thrown to the dogs. Mm-hmm. Got it? Because they're, they're keeping their mouth closed and you got your mouth open the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Okay? Good. says the Gemara, V'chi ma'achar gadol. Anan my min Why do we say our halal if this is halal agadol? Right, like we just said. Says the Gemara. There's five different things that we have in our halal that that are so big that we say this instead of halal agadol. What are they? Number one, yisya Masayim. Number two, kriyat emsuf. Three, matan torah, tchiyat Number four. And, and the birth pains of Mashiach number 5 those 5 things are in our Hallel which we'll see exactly where they are mitzlaim, where do we see because it says right the, the sea saw and it ran away okay. it says that the mountains danced like I anything. Mean, that's the mountains trying to get Matan Torah uh, on them. Like, we you know, the story of Har Sinai, the mountains wanted wanted the Torah on them. Yeah. And uh, the, the mountains are jumping when they heard Hashem's voice. I'll go in front of Hashem in the land of the living. The land of the living is Okay, that's the, that's the time of Mashiach. The birth of Mashiach says, Lolanu Not for us. Kavod. Do it for your sake. Because during the birth pains of Mashiach, Hashem is going to have big wars. And we're going to ask Hashem to save us. Not for our own sake. Just because of Hashem's sake. Because if we're if we're visibly part of Hashem's Hashem's nation, so if we were to pass away, it would be Hashem. And therefore we ask Hashem, not for us, for you, Hashem. Therefore, since we say Lolanu, Hashem, Lolanu. That is a sign of. That is a sign of Cheloshem Mashiach. This is that we're going to be under the that we're going to we're, we're praying to Hashem to get rid of the rulership of the Goyim over us. Some say it's Gog Magog he says the greatest reason why we do our Halel because it mentions that Tzadikim are saved from Gehinam how do we know? because it says please Hashem save my soul so therefore you see from there saving souls is the reason why we have our thing yeah. this is why we say hallel not hallel yes because it mentions the the going down of the tzaddikim in I want to give you a one minute introduction to this, which really could use ten, but we're tight on time here today. Chananiah, Mishael, and are three great Jews who were taken captive by King Nebuchadnezzar before he destroyed the Bet Midrash. He wanted to get Jewish brains to work in his in his uh, palace, so he took four smart jewish kids brought them to his palace and taught them his language so that, and the culture this way he could use the jewish brains to advise him these three people were there when when Muchnetza came up with the great idea that he is going to build a huge golden statue of himself and he's going to get a huge band and get representatives from all of the all of the countries of the world to be there and bow down to the statue when the band when the band plays and he built a huge seven story deep uh, furnace, which was full of fire, and he threatened that anyone who disobeys his command will be tossed into the Kifshan, to which these three great people, Chalim and said to themselves, they, they, we, we, we think we should get killed and not bow down to it. And they went to ask Navi if they're going to be saved. And Navi said, no, you're not going to be saved. Which was sketch. They were going to be saved, but Hashem didn't want them to know. And they went to the, they, they decided that we don't care. We're doing it anyway. They said the frogs in the, in in, in did it. They jumped into the fires. We're going to jump into the fires. We're, we're we're better than frogs. And they they the band played. They ignored it. And when the, the king heard about it, he gave them another chance, which is unusual. He said, "I'll give you one more chance." When the band plays, you got to do it. They said, well, no. We're not. We're, don't don't bother with your band. We're not doing it." They told him straight to his face, "We're not jumping. We're not bowing." And he heated the fire seven times hotter than it was, which was probably pretty hot already. And when the people. Th- Opened the fire to throw them in. The people who opened the fire died. They tied them up, they threw them in. And it says that afterwards he saw that, that he asked Didn't we throw three tied pe- tired people inside? They said, Yeah. Well, he says, Well, now, first of all, I should made a miracle that the seven story deeps came up and he's able to see into it, like clear like glass. And he says, I see inside there's four people walking around. Number one, they're walking around, they shouldn't be walking around, they're tied up. Number two, who's the fourth guy? And the fourth one looks like an angel. And it turns out that the angel was Gabriel. We'll see soon how Gabriel went into the fire and cooled it off for them. They, they were saved. And then they, they, he told them to come out. He said, listen, we weren't coming out until you gave us permission. You're our king for everything. We just don't listen to you when you tell us to go against our God. But we, we listen to you. We're staying here till you tell us to leave. And that was the famous miracle that we mention all the time in Siddiquot of the Kivshan Ash. We can now learn the details of what happened here. says the Gemara, Chizkiah says, why do we say Hallel Gadol? Because it has the story of Mishael, and Azariah in it. What's that? And they're going in and they're coming out of the Kivshan. Yidi Yiditana has they have them going in. It says, not for us Hashem, not for us. That's what they said when they were going into the thing. Amar Hananiah. Oh, no, it says, no, Dekhtiv. Lo Adonai Lolanu Amar Hananiah these words was Hanania's words there's three guys Hanania, Mishael, and Azariah Hanania had said L'olanu, L'olanu K'ilish M'chatei Kavod rather give Kavod for your for your name that's Mishael that's Mishael's words Halchaz T'chalametecha on your kindness and on your truth that's Azariah Lama Goyim, why should the goim be able to save us where is our God Amru that everyone said together all four all three now how does it have Alitamik Kibshan with that they came up from the from the Kishanaesh. it says, Hashem kol praise Hashem all Goyim. Amar That was Hananya said when he came out. He says, Praise Hashem all the Goyim, because all the Goyim were there watching. which means uh, praise Hashem all um, languages. Amar Michel, that's <laughs> Michelle. That's everyone together. Okay. So again, that has, so since we have this in our Hallel, that's, the, according, to, according to Chizkiah, that's the reason why we see this Hallel and not at all. Good? The Yesh Omrim, others say, that this word, v'emet Le'olam was not actually said by all, all of them together. That was said by Gabriel. That was said by the angel Gabriel. Like we told you, the angel Gabriel was in the thing with them. According to this opinion, the fourth thing wasn't said by all of them together. The fourth thing was said like by Gabriel. Now, why would Gabriel say, We're going to see now that Gavriel is talking about Hashem's truthfulness because he had a debt that Hashem owed him. Debt, whatever it means. And Hashem paid him back now. And that's why Gavriel, according to the second opinion, was not said by all four together. It's said by Gavriel because Hashem now just paid him back. And now, let's see the story. When Nimrod... Threw Abraham Avinu into the fire. Amar Gabriel told Hashem, Let me go down, cool off the fire, and save the Sadiq from this fire. I'm the only one in my world. And this Abraham Avinu is alone in his world. It's good for the one who's alone to save the one who's alone. And therefore, I'm going down to save him, not you. Since Hashem doesn't take away the reward of any creature, and therefore, Gabriel should have gotten it, but Hashem took it from him. You're going to get the zechut to save three of his grandchildren. And that's why you are going to be able to save. Because I took away saving Abraham, you come in and save them. When he threw them into the fire, Ahmad Sarhabarad. Yurakmo. you never heard of Yurakmo, but Harry Harry's the only one who knows. But Yurakmo, of course, is the angel in heaven in charge of hail. Okay? So he stood in front of Hashem and says, Let me go down and cool off the fire. And I'll we'll, save the tzadikim from the We'll hail it. You're not showing Hashem's might when you send hail to cool off the fire. Everyone knows that water puts out fire. I'm the angel of fire. And I'll go down and I'll cool off the fire inside. I'll tell the fire to be cool. And therefore they'll be able to walk in coolness. And I'll heat it up on the outside. So I'll make it that the inside of the fire is cool and the outside hot. And that's going to be cool. I'll make a miracle in a miracle. Red, go down beotah sha'a would that happened, patach gavriel ve'amar that's why gavriel got up and said at that time ve'emet adonai le'olam shem zeh emet forever even from generations ago Hashem is emet and gave it to me back okay we're so that, in the so let's take the first to the first shot no that's all three of them together said ve'emet adonai According to this shot no it's Gabriel. we're in the town where dagim sheme yam this was not said by not Gavriel and not the three Khali. It was actually said by the fish in the sea during no. Kiryat Yamsuf. Oh, what's the story? Here it goes. Kedur like Laik Avhuna, Damar Avhuna. We're on the top of Kuf, Yud, Chet, Amurbet. Four lines down. Okay. Kedur <laughs> Avuna. Yisrael, Yisrael in that generation, They had they had very very little emunah in Hashem. The Jews in Yisuf didn't have emunah in Hashem. Like Shabbat Rami, like said, my my Why does pasuk say vayemru Pasuk Etilim says that they rebelled against Hashem in the Yamsuf. How did they rebel against Hashem? maybe the same way we're coming up on this side of the Yam Suf the Egyptians are coming up on the other side (coughs) and maybe they're they're alive and they're going to get us that's that's called having little emunah so the angel of the sea Hashem told the angel of the sea spit out the dead Egyptians onto the Sure. So the Jews can see the greatness of my miracle. Is there ever a slave that the king gives him a gift, and the king comes back to take it back? You gave me a gift. I have the dead Egyptians here, and now you're going to tell me I have to give it back? What do you mean? They swallowed in his back? I have to, you have to. I have to split them out. You, you, you gave the dead Egyptians into the Yam, and now you're telling me I have to give it back? Why give it back? I'm splitting them out onto the onto the sea. So Hashem said, I'll give you one, one and a half times them. He says, Okay, you promised me, you'd give me one and a half times, 150% of them. But guess what? I can't demand it from you. I'm a slave to you. I can't I can never ask you for it. Right? The, the river Kishon will be my cosigner so he spit him out right away to the dry land the Jews saw the Egyptians dead that's after they said maybe they came on the side Hashem said spit him out they spit him out and they told him dead Okay. what does it mean that Hashem gave him back one and a half times what does that mean because the ilu bechel paro, when it talks about the chariots of paro, it says, It says that paro took 600 chariots. In those days, the iron chariots is like a tank. So he had 600 tanks attacking the Jews. Jews had zero tanks. And he had 600 to zero tanks. V'ilu when it comes to Sisla, which Hashem also was, was the, he was the, he was the general of Yavin, the king of Canaan, and he fought against the Jews, against Barak, right? So it says over there, It says that he had nine hundred Barzel, and therefore we see that's one and a half times. Why does it have one and a half times? What? Why not the same? Because he promised them why one and a half. I guess he's paying interest. I don't know. No, why not double? Why not four times? Not? I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. When star came to fight the Jews, He came with these things of iron. Hashem took the stars out of their regular routes. Because the says that from the heaven, Hashem fought with the stars. Since the stars... Of Shamayim which were fire came down him, it it ended up melting all the the iron uh, instruments of Sisra. So what happened? So the 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 people in Sisra's army decided that when they saw that their their iron instruments were boiling. They wanted to cool them off. So they went down they went down to the to the sea to cool off their the Kishon Brook. They went to the Kishon Brook to cool off their stuff. Hold on. Right. So then Hashem told the, the, the river, go pay your pledge. You're, you're the cosigner of the original loan that I owe the Yam Go pay up the pledge. I gotta pay them back 1.5. Right? So the Kishon book swapped, swept them away and threw them into the Yamsuf. Shneyamad, Nahil Nahal says by Balak that Kishon swept them away. Nachal kiduin, the old it, it calls Nachal Kishon, Nachal kiduin, the old brook. Why is it called the old brook? Because it's the old one that's paying back the old loan. Nachal Arab Mikedem, the one who was the was the co-signer from beforehand. And that's why this fish in the sea who saw Hashem make sure to pay back said, "Emet Hashem is emet forever. According to this, fish, that's emet Okay. Amr Rishrakish says, My diktiv, Moshvam, Moshivi, (laughs) Akedabai. Hashem says, Hashem transformed the foundation of the house. The the Jewish people said in front of Hashem. The Jews made me like a. Your children have made me like a weasel. (laughs) krebatim, which dwells in the foundation of houses. Which means that the Jews were saying that, the Jew, that all the sins have made them into a weasels under the houses. What does it mean when it says that I, I, I love it when Hashem hears my voice? When do you love me? When you listen to my, my requests and my prayers. And that's why we say, a halfti, I'm loved. I know I'm loved when I when I see that you listen to me. If I see that you listen to my tefillot, then I know you love me. Okay. I'm rocking with the day. Who in Rosh Hashanah? Avabishedelah Oh, I'm sorry. I'm skipping them. My dichtiv dalotiv lioshia. I'm poor and you saved me. I'm, that's what the, the Jews say in front of Hashem in Rosh Hashanah. Avabishedelah animitzvot. Even though I'm poor in mitzvot, lecha ani, I'm yours na Therefore, you should save me. It means I don't have so many mitzvot, but since we belong to Hashem, you're right. You're right. This means the following: When a person, sometimes a person doesn't have so many mitzvot, but he he identifies with Klal Yisrael. I walk around. I'm a proud Jew. I don't have as many mitzvot as I could have, but I, I'm yours, and therefore it's fitting for Hashem to save us. Daloti, I'm poor. Veli Yoshia, but you should. But, but it's fitting for you to save me because I identify with Kali Yisrael. Okay. Amr of Kanah of Kanah says when Yisrael got sick, Rabbi sent a message to him. Tell us a few things that you said in the name of your father. Good. So Yisrael told him back. This is what my father said. I guess when he got sick, they were afraid that he would not. He would die, and they wouldn't know these stories. So they asked him, "Send us some. Send us some of the stories." So he said, "This is what my father said." Why the Pasuk says, "Praise Hashem all the goyim." Why should the nations praise Hashem? Why, in the middle of Hallel, are we mentioning that the goyim have to praise Hashem? What do the goyim have to do with anything? We're talking about us. So haki Amar, Hashem Agvurot they should praise for the great things that they, did. they should praise Hashem for the gevurot that Hashem did for them. If the goyim have to praise Hashem for Hashem's kindness, how much kavachomer that we Jews have to praise Hashem? That's why we mention the goyim to make a kavachomer for us. Okay. The odd he says another thing. In the future, the Egyptians will bring a present to Mashiach. Okay. They're thinking, he, he's gonna think, Mashiach's gonna think that he doesn't want to take it from the he doesn't want a present from them. Hashem tells take it from them. Even you know why? Because they were the hosts of my children in Egypt. Miyad Yeotu Khashmani Hashmonim, mini Right away, it says that they bring, they bring gifts to mitsnaim. Now, Kush in so the people of Kush made a Kalvachom, and they said, "Mahalalu, should If the Egyptians who enslaved the Jews, they accepted their gifts. Ani, if I didn't enslaved Jews, we should also be have a gift accepted by the Jews. I'm looking Hashem told them, "Kabel meem, except from them also." So Kush came and gave gifts. So the Romans made a Kav they said, If these people, who are not the brothers of the Jews, because the Romans are our brothers, they're from Esav. If if Egypt and Kush, which are not their brothers, Hashem accepted the gift, we are the gifts, Lo Koshkin, maybe they'll accept from us also. By the way, you see from here, that when Mashiach comes, it's going to be the biggest biggest zikhot, to be able to get a gift accepted by a Jew. Right? Everyone will be pushing to get that gift accepted. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, I'll see you. I'm (laughs) Allah, K'lishe B'chudis. Gabriel HaShem told Gavriel, Ge'ad Chayat Kaneh. Rebuke the beast Kaneh. Ge'od Chayat Koneh LaChadeh. Rebuke the beast and accept, embrace the assembly of Israel. Which means that he's not planning... To accept it. Rebuke the beast of the reed that lives between the reeds. The, the pig of the forest uh, destroys the Jews and the coral of the fields <laughs> on it, and therefore he's not taking it. Baraba, rebuke the beast, because all his deeds are written on one kumos which means that they always rule against the Jews in in the courts of the Goyim. Either way, it's not so powerful. We're gonna Bizatashame, we're gonna to finish tomorrow because we're getting late. We're gonna start at Adat Amin we're gonna finish this Pasuk tomorrow.